With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is 36ers Live with Paul Bonza and Rupert Sapwell. Thanks to Panasonic Air Conditioning and driven by Australian Motors Mitsubishi. Welcome back to the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. The Sixers get the win by nine points, 89 to 80. And this is the post-game show. For drink-wise, you won't miss a moment if you drink-wise. And uh, Sapper, we're lucky to have one of the Adelaide 36ers. What can clearly call him a veteran now and a great guy. Uh, Jason Kiddie, welcome back to Adelaide. And nice to have a win under the belt. Yeah, it was. Um, this, crowd was this crowd was elite. Um, look, we've been playing pretty good basketball just hasn't led to a victory and I, I actually said to um, Macker and a few of the older guys it felt like we almost we were two weeks behind at the start of the year and it's nice to know that that's also led to a win tonight. I think and a lot, a lot has been made of the pre-season blitz but it's probably the blitz we needed to have in order yeah. to sort out a few things. Yeah it was it's exactly that so, uh, you've been around a long time and seen a lot and, and that's what a few of us actually said it actually yeah. helped iron out some things that we needed to iron out but unfortunately, it was a week before the season started. Um, and we had four games in two weekends. Um, but tonight was a good night. We've been trending in the right direction. It's now about building on this as well. Uh, some of the problem in that blitz, I don't, I don't want to harp on it too much, but it was the turnovers. You yeah. rectified that in the first uh, four games and statistically quite competitive. But then that, that first half again was 12 turnovers. And there was a, what was the feeling at halftime? Did you feel like, oh, no? No, it, We've been in situations many times, like you've seen us down, you've seen us get up, and so we've seen a lot. It was just more the last five minutes. We put ourselves up nine. We weren't chasing a lead with five minutes to go. We're on the other foot now where you can actually be the aggressor and put some scoreboard pressure on other people where it's been us with the scoreboard pressure, and it was just the first quarter. We all sat there and watched it. We were just not playing the right way. and not We weren't aggressive enough, and I think that led to us getting behind, but as you've seen from this group, we just continue to try and push and try and push, and it... It was nice to get a win, that's for sure. Level at halftime with the rebounds. Ended up 47-33. Dominated the yeah. second half. Well, then turnovers and, and boards. It's been our thing. Um, and so for us, I just felt like we actually, our big just went after it. And then it led to Macker and a few other guys being able to swoop. And, I mean, obviously, Trent had a great game scoring-wise tonight. But for, for me, um, seeing a young fella go and get rebounds and go and defend and do that stuff, yeah. that's what I want to see. And then the, the scoring is just a reward for him and the hard work. And so, But I'm looking at the other stuff for him, and that's going to translate to where he's trying to go. Mentioned to Sapper during the game that CJ seemed to be a little more up tonight. Yeah. Like he was, he was more intense up and down the sideline. Do you feel that as well? Yeah, if you're in at halftime, that comment is exactly what he was. He um, yeah. gave us the biggest spray I've seen CJ ever give anyone. So, uh, look... He's an incredible guy, and, and and he's really trying to embrace what's going on. And as I said, the changes, and we spoke about it, and he's just trying to put his stamp on the group, and we're trying to put what he wants out on the floor. And so um, I, I'd like to think we're making just, just the right steps to give what he wants, and hopefully everyone else is, is following us. The story's going to be Trenton Flowers. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. But I was impressed with the way he got his points. He didn't try and force anything. He got kick-out threes. Uh, he, he curled off things. He got a backdoor cut one time. Like, he's starting to understand that it's not 
always with the ball in your hands. And I, I think that was the... He came in wanting to be this and wanting to be that, and I'm not sure where that all came from, but he almost got a slap in the face when he got here. They're like, ah, this doesn't work like this. And and as we know, when we see young fellas around the league, people go after you and they put you in situations that you're not used to. It's not kids' basketball. And for him, it's gone from the blitz back a step in terms of, righto, let's get know the offense, know spots where you can get catch and shoot and things like that. And it translates to things like tonight. And we needed a guy. We've, we've needed another guy to step up. We've needed to have multiple scorers. And tonight he did that. And it's going to be someone else's night next week. But if he can have games like that from all the other side of it, then the points will come just because he, he's so athletic and he can make plays at the rim that not many people can do. Being a point guard and a veteran point guard, sometimes you can be forgiven for trying to feed everyone else first. Mm. Uh, I've been really enjoying the, the aggressive offensive um, uh, mindset that you've come back with. Yeah, well, CJ was really on me about it. He, he was adamant that he didn't want me to come here and just pass the ball to everyone and look after everyone else. And I am guilty of that sometimes in my career. I forget about myself and everyone else. And I, I don't want to say it's a downfall of mine because I feel like that's what also makes me a really great teammate and why people enjoy playing alongside me. But I've been conscious about looking at the ring. And then, like, tonight's like tonight. I didn't even really get looks because I was just having to steady the ship a little bit after that first bit. And other people were going that I just got to just feed people and do that and that's what it's going to be i'm happy to do that some games but you're right sap i do have to have an aggression to me because it can just help other people as well find that mindset of doing the same back in adelaide jace uh, you obviously played here before um does it feel like a homecoming a little bit even though you're not from adelaide we know that but does it feel comfortable in adelaide yeah i think the thing is like although i was only here for the two years whenever you've been somewhere and, and regardless of results you've enjoyed the atmosphere of the people around the club and the fans and your teammates you always leave those places with a fond memory so coming back to one this is the first time i've ever come back to a yep. club like and so it, it's definitely it, i got here and i knew exactly where i was i still knew people around and and it's a great feel i've never played in this arena as a home as a home team and it, it, it really is a great atmosphere it is um tonight was really good and uh, now as a veteran too, and you, you, you've been brought back for your brain, what sort of uh, stuff can you impart on some of the younger players? Because there a, there's, a, there's a few older ones, but there's a lot of younger yeah. guys in the group now. What, what sort of leadership role do you take around the club day to day? Well, I've been trying to tell Trent to stop celebrating and just get back on D, so I've still got, <laughs> still got some work to do there. But um, no, I think it's about just everyone as you come through you always want more and you always want to be something else and sometimes I feel like it's actually okay to be who you are and just be really good at that job and then when you're really good at that job it can actually lead to to more but you can't just go out and just get everything all at once and so I've been big on just some of the young guys just keep grinding away it's a day-to-day and it'll lead to sometimes your moment on court and sometimes it might come later in the year sometimes it might come early but it will happen if you do the right things day-to-day and so it's more for me about just keeping people on that track. And then the results will take care of themselves if we do the right thing. Jace, appreciate you coming up and having a chat with us. Great to see you again. And um, hopefully you can get on a bit of a roll now and win a few in a row. That's the plan. We've got two home games again next week, which is nice. No travel for a little <laughs> bit. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully we can have two big crowds and, and get back on track to where we're um, playing some good basketball. Sixers will have you know seven games before some of them have played four. Yeah, yeah. it's wild. That's a quick one. It's great. Thanks, mate. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate it, fellas. Jason Kadee joining us uh, here after the game. The Adelaide 36ers get the win, 89-80. to 80. Uh, Sapper, before we uh, go to a break, just want to ask you, for Burbank Homes, inspiring design and personal service, uh, a player of the game, was there 
Was there one that sort of stood out for you? Well, there was, there was momentum for sure. And so there's momentum where Flowers would hit his third in a row, his fourth in a row, his fifth yep. in a row. Like That kept getting bigger and bigger. But the play of the game, probably one that was a, an emotional lead for us, was after a, a, a challenge, a successful uh, challenge. We got the ball back. Out of timeout, Jason Gaddy hits that lob for Jacob Wiley. Wiley goes way yep. up upstairs in that first half and, and uh, crams it down. Like That was something that, at that time, was a huge play. It needed to happen. And I think that was really a momentum changer for the Sixers. But it's hard to go past the, what was it, five for five from the three-point line for Trent <laughs> Flowers. I mean, that's, that's, crazy. A, that's not a play. That's the plays of the game. And, and uh, you know, he probably gets our nod for the player of the game as well. Yeah, we're, we're not done yet. When we come back, uh, we'll go through the stats. We'll go through the player of the game. And uh, we'll just wrap everything up here from the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. We'll throw in some highlights as well that uh, Riggs has been working hard putting together. Uh, this is uh, the day's play for DrinkWise. If you choose to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Back soon. This is 36ers Live with Paul Bonza and Rupert Sapwell. Thanks to Panasonic Air Conditioning and driven by Australian Motors Mitsubishi. It's the post-game show for DrinkWise. You won't miss a moment if you drink wise. Bonds and Sapper here in what is now an almost empty stadium. Those 9,108 people have walked out of here. Most of them pretty happy, I would have thought. Well, it was a magnificent second half and particularly final quarter of basketball bonds. It was 35 to 20 in that decisive final quarter. We turned in that last uh, break six down or so and then uh, ended up winning by nine. Fantastic final quarter. And we'll talk about how that unfolded soon. But uh, it hasn't happened always this year, you know, in terms of our fourth quarter fade out. So to be able to finish strong like that, really good. Perhaps it was a little bit fortunate that the Hawks were on the second game of a road trip. That often is how that yes. fourth quarter plays out. But still going to put the ball in the hole and made some really good decisions in the in the full court, playing fast basketball. And when we didn't get that, pumped the ball inside, kicked the ball out for some open threes late in that in that game. And um, yeah, really good victory for the Sixers and one that they so desperately needed. Let's have a look at some stats for budget, car and truck rental, and we make a difference. Trey Kell, 25 points, 9 rebounds. Real good performance from him. 19 of those points came in that first half. And if it wasn't for Trey Kell, really, would have might have been way out of touch in that first, yes. in that first half. So really important that that um, came about. And he was very big in that one. Also felt Isaac Humphreys, 13 points, 8 rebounds, uh, had a bigger impact on the game than his stats show. He and Sam Frolling had a monster battle all night. And Sam Frolling was probably the best for Illawarra. But, you know, again, without Isaac Humphreys in there, Sam Frolling might have gotten a whole lot more there and he's protecting the rim and, and was able to provide that shot deterrent presence in the middle of the keyway, especially in that first half when uh, Hawks could have taken a bit more of an advantage there. Jacob Wiley, 13-9, another solid game for him. But I think the player of the game in terms of his impact, 21 minutes, 23 points, three rebounds, uh, and five of six from the three-point line, Trenton Flowers, the next star, uh, we don't know what we're going to get from the young fella, but we got all of what he promised uh, and what the NBA scouts promised from him today. He was absolutely outstanding. And and when he got ball kicked out, he found himself open a lot. He did. And he made them all. And it was uh, an amazing final quarter for him, but particularly second half. He had only two points at halftime, so 21 points uh, in the second half of Flowers. And he really turned it on. It was incredibly efficient. Uh, and he did it 
uh, he didn't force anything. He just got open kick-out shots and made some nice cuts uh, from the weak side and got a couple of O-boards and bits and pieces. So put together a really tidy offensive game. And uh, and what Jason Kadeem mentioned in the in the interview was that he was playing defense, he was rebounding, he was doing yes. other things other than just scoring. And, yes. I, and I absolutely agree with that. And sometimes you get players that are two types of players. One... They just play defense, and they when they're playing good defense, and they get to stay on and maybe get a couple of buckets. Whereas others, they need to score before they start playing defense. And I've got the feeling that Flowers uh, needs to see the ball go through the hoop before he gets down in the stand down defensive end. And um, you know, he's certainly uh, highly aggressive and highly efficient in that game, and uh, not just. Uh, from the offensive point of view, but he was very aggressive defensively. He stayed in front of players and made them made it hard for them to to score. And he wasn't uh, you know wasn't any bunny on the defensive end by any means. So uh, yeah, real complete game for Trenton Flowers. Best one we've seen for him in his young pro career for sure. Yes, definitely. Uh, and he was probably the player of the game. Player of the game for tyre power. Get your free five minute safety check. Just want to ask you a little bit about uh, some of the Illawarra players. I, again, I thought Froling was outstanding. He, he battled all night. Tyler Harvey tried hard, but looked a little flat, I thought. Um, but Robinson was the big disappointment for me. Well, for me. he just, he just, had, like, I'll give him a night off, basically. But, yeah. but he, when his team needed him, he just didn't, didn't answer the call. Well, he was one of fourteen. Yeah, yeah, that is ice, ice cold. Yeah, and it wasn't like he was, uh, you know, just not looking. He just trying, but there was a lot. They. You know, he got bumped a lot, and it was very physical defense. I thought Sunday Detch's job on him was underrated. Uh, but we've got big guards. Adelaide, is a, is a, they've got strong guards there and not easily to push out of the way. And I think he was jumping in, trying to force contact, wasn't getting that call, missing a lot of shots. And then, you know, Isaac Humphreys blocked a couple of his shots early in the game. And so you start thinking about things then. You start to overthink things. So, yeah, I thought, um, you know, as a 17-point-per-game player, to only come out with um, three points, two rebounds, four assists, three steals. Like Those other parts are decent, but his point output, one of 14, he'd be ruining that one. And in a game where you only lose by nine points and your uh, import is 15 below his average, you'd be um, wanting to get that one back. So, yep, I reckon uh, the 36ers' defensive job on Robinson was the absolute key. Clark didn't score in the second half either. He had 14 points at halftime and still finished with 14. So well, And 11 rebounds. Yeah, so he had yeah. a double-double. Yeah. Solid game. But uh, he had that knock. Um, we think on his knee or lower leg just before half time, and maybe that affected his output in the second half. Absolutely, and you know, I think also the uh, you know credit the 36ers defense. You know, he wasn't getting those kick out threes that he was getting early on, and and when he did try and take the uh, the ball, he was well defended. So yeah, very, very important. And did mention Sam Froling, 21 um, points, and did a mountain of work at the offensive end, and just close to the basket stuff. Hit his only three pointer he took, but uh, when the Hawks needed a bucket at the basket. He was uh, able to get one and uh, very important. Uh, now, Trenton Flowers is just standing in front of us. He's still smiling. Uh, but I'd just like to you to take a look at his footwear that he's currently got on and uh, wonder if you've got uh, any... Well, they're slippers, basically, aren't they? Any slippers like that in the in the kit? Uh, I, I, I tend to uh, keep it down low on the footwear and uh, keep it all on, <laughs> on the shirts, but he's got a pair of... Of uh, toweling, t- like toweling slippers. Multi-coloured, multi-coloured yeah. slippers. Well, he took his shoes off in front of us as he was walking off and gave them to um, young fans. So oh, that was that. nice. Love that. I wasn't giving my shoes away to anyone. I got two pairs a year and I <laughs> couldn't afford to buy another I, set. So. I reckon he's got a few in the kit I'd bag. Reckon so. <laughs> I'd reckon so. <laughs> and I re- don't reckon he's paying for them either. Yeah.
Uh, well, the game he played, I wouldn't be surprised if he if he had some sentimental attachment to those things. He had the bright pink socks and the bright um, green shoes, but uh, boy, did he play play a great game. Yeah, CJ Bruton uh, would be a happy man as well. Um, can, I wonder if we can grab the coach. I wonder if we can grab the coach. CJ, can we have a quick chat with you? Can we just get the headset off you for a second? Um, thank you, mate. We're on SEN Live, and, and uh, CJ Bruton's just walked up the stairs to say hello. Um, congratulations, your first win for the season. Thanks, fellas. No, definitely uh, happy to be on, on the board. Um, and the way our fans came out and supported us, obviously pink. Yes. First and foremost. <laughs> we like, tried. This is why uh, <laughs> uh, um, it's special. It's There's an urgency for healthcare to look after yourself yes. uh, and go get checked. It's an urgency to play every game like it's your possession because you don't know how long you have. One on the floor, one in life. Um, and trying to get that message to the group this week. Um, we've been fighting. I mentioned to Sapper during the game and... Uh, spoke to Jason Kadee as well mm. uh, about your intensity tonight. You, you seem to be up a level. It was noticeable that you seemed to be off your chair more, um, yelling at the refs more. Was 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 this, uh, I guess, something that you thought about pre-game or is, is it just no. the emotion coming coming out? No, I mean, I like to think I've been up standing up and, you know, still yelling at the players. Probably you, you don't see it as much because you're more worried about the game. And, well, oh, normally you're really you cool. But... Oh, I can still stay calm, but clearly... Staying calm at certain points as we've been gone. We've had our, our gaps, right? We had three or four yep. minute patches where we just haven't been great. And reality is, of you, you can't have four of them. You know, like there needs to be two. And every team's going to have it, but there's loose balls. And at home, I expect to go grab everyone, and we haven't got them. They bobble them and it comes the other way. They've tipped another ball and it goes through the net for them. And momentum can shift and everyone can drop their bundles very quickly as you know and the fans can oh and then the players feel the oh and then it's like now what and then they miss the next shot which is an easy shot but at the front of the rim I missed it but change your mentality of reset it's the next possession and no one cares because this possession is the only thing that matters right now and trying to get our team to stay above we need to be 88 or better right like if you're going to be in the NBR, I believe that 88, I said this in my press conference before, like 88 or better is good. I feel like defensively we're a much better team than where we've been in the two years I've been here before. And 80 points again. Yep. If you're going to be a championship team or compete for a title, you need to keep teams in certain levels. The only game that's got away for us on a back-to-back -back is Sydney Kings. But we also scored our biggest number for the year. So um, hopefully uh, we keep adding a few more pieces as we go. But right now it's... Take the moment, take a deep breath, let's enjoy this. But it, not very long, as I told them, you all need to mentally be tougher and we've got to be able to come out from the jump. I asked you to box out, we gave a tip dunk. I asked you to box out, uh, Froling scores two points with no one on him. It's a 100% shot when you don't do as you're told. And I'm sick of taking all the fall for something that doesn't happen at that point in time when I asked you to do something. Uh Rebounding, even at half time, end up smashing them. Big difference, differenti differential on the boards in the second half. Must have been wrapped with the rebounding in the second half. Definitely. Uh, I might have broke a few things in, at half time, but I asked them to make hits. There's a there's an urgency to go and hit your man. Do your part. Yep. That's your job. Not watch the ball and catch flies in your mouth and, and expect it just to happen and we get the ball and let's go down the other end. That's a pickup game, yep. as you know. Yep. So. The urgency to go make hits. And I said, I wasn't even watching you guys after I've 
yeah. had a few words, choice words to you guys. I actually watched everyone when the shot went up. I looked at you, you, and made sure that you made the hits. Because if you didn't, I was dragging you out. Mm. I don't have time to waste. Mm. And we only had 20 minutes left, and everyone made those hits. And then we got it, and again, we got athletes like this kid next to me and, and other players, and we got out and run. And while you can play fast, you also need to be able to play in the half court. And I thought we were able to have that balance of both and, and find good opportunities. And while they're not, they don't always go in, but we took great shots. The tempo, I felt changed in that second quarter. I felt like there was a real intention to run in that second quarter. It didn't show because mm-hmm. I think it was like a 14 to 15 quarter. It couldn't put the ball in the hole, but yep. the pace was different, and they were gassed. Yep. You could tell. Yep. And, you know, if you're playing a team in the second game of a road trip, you, yep. want, to, you want to test their lungs, right? You, you definitely do. Yeah. I, I, as I told them at halftime, I watched that game, the Jack Jumpers played them, Three times over. Yeah. I watched Tyler Harvey with his hands on his shorts. Yeah. He's the guy that's got to have the energy in his legs, like Bryce Cotton and like a lot of guys in our competition, mm. that's got to have the ball in his hands at the end of the game. You've got to wear him down. Yeah. And you've got to make contact. You've got to yep. box out. And you've got to do little things and make it tough for him. Yep. And I thought that as the game went on, we kept that pressure yep. on them by returning the favor. Mm. And again, we're not playing the second leg. Mm. So I don't know why we should be tired because <laughs> this is our only game right yeah. now. Yeah. That was good. CJ, appreciate you just coming in unannounced. It's great to have a chat with you. Congratulations. Yeah, you. And uh, Trenton, we know you're standing there. Congratulations to you. Great game. Thank and you. Uh, we'll speak to you during the year. And uh, good luck next week. Thank you. CJ Bruton there joining us uh, post-game. Trenton Flowers, great game, brother. That was outstanding. And uh, we will let them go. I think they've got to talk to the fans. But it was uh, great to catch up with CJ just unannounced. And uh, he's uh, gives well, up his time. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get a bit self-indulgent at the moment. Um, my all-time favourite player was uh, his father, Cal Bruton. Yes. And Cal was the master of promotion, right? He yeah. understood the importance of, of uh, engaging with the public. CJ is cut from the same cloth, and uh, he's absolutely unbelievable. He's got all amounts of time for everyone. There's probably not a basketball person in Adelaide who doesn't have a personal CJ Bruton story. He's been so gracious with his time all the way through, despite the results. And he could... He could be forgiven for going into a, um, his little ivory tower or his little cave and go, I don't want to talk to anyone because, you know, everyone's a lot of pressure on him. But he was nothing short of class just then, and uh, it's great to see uh, his team get a win for him. And Trenton just hovering behind the coach there like a little puppy, yeah. <laughs> just just uh, sitting with the owner. And well, just, he played like a big just, dog tonight. He did, yeah. he did, didn't he? Yeah. He was outstanding, and I'm, yeah. I'm sure if we threw the headsets at him, he wouldn't fit on his head with that hair, but yeah. he would have had a chat to us as well. Yeah. He just wants to talk about tonight. He was an outstanding performance by Trenton Flowers, uh, 23 points in a breakout game for the next star. Um, it was exciting to watch. He had this crowd on their feet. All 9,108 of them. Yeah, and look, you know, it was, uh, it was good also to see uh, similar messages coming from, um, you know, Jason Kadee as well as CJ in terms of just, you know, staying with it, making sure the defense was there, or, uh, controlling the rebounds, those sort of things. And, you know, like there are, there are toughness things that uh, don't stat out well, but they're incredibly important. And what CJ was talking about was a physical contact on 
um, every rebound, you know, just making it a, a war out there. And yes. So what you saw was the big guys, Jacob Wiley, Isaac Humphreys, just wrestling with their guys, and then Mitch McCarron and Trey Kell coming in and swooping in and getting those rebounds and starting a break. So worked really well uh, from a point of view of everyone engaged on the boards, and that led to a style of game that the Sixers are more comfortable in. Sapper, it's been fun tonight. Sixers get their first win. Two games for broadcast next week here from the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. The Sixers take on the South East Melbourne Phoenix on Thursday night, 7 o'clock local time. And then on Saturday night, the Wildcats come to town. Your mate John Rilly uh, will be here with his team. And uh, it'll be uh, Alexander Saar versus Trenton Flowers. That'll be fun. It will. And uh, look, Alex Saar is the real deal. And, uh, you know, he's been, he's projected as a number two pick overall. And he's got tremendous athletic ability. He's a real defender. He's good got good three-point range as well. It's not a whole lot to dislike about, no. about him. And, uh, yeah, to see uh, a fully confident and fully bought-in Trenton Flowers playing the way he did in the team system tonight, uh, you know, 36 of fans will be really relishing that matchup as well. So a lot of exciting basketball hitting our way. That was the day's play for DrinkWise. If you choose to have a drink, choose to drink wise. And we're going to wrap things up here from the Entertainment Centre. Thanks to Regs back in the studio for uh, doing all the hard work back there. And we've uh, cut up some highlights for you that we're going to leave as uh, we leave the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. The Adelaide 36ers get the win 89-80. to Trey Kell, 25 points. Trenton Flowers, 23 points. The Sixers break their duck. They're now 1-4. And... Four and uh, This is it. Um, Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next Thursday night when the Sixers take on the Phoenix. Here's Robinson for three. Hits the eye. Greener with the follow-up duck. Came from nowhere and stuffed it back home. Hawks lead 7-2. Sixers scored the first two points from the foul line. They haven't scored since. They have now as Wiley took it hard in the hole. Threw the foul on Ulbrich. And he'll go to the line for the bonus. Into the corner. Kel. Little spin move on Blanchfield. Gaining in confidence, Trey Kelvin. Smith-Milner. Goes to Clark in the corner, and that rattles home for three more. A nice handoff to Humphreys. And the easy two. Trey Kell looks at a three. Bang! He's up to ten. Trenton Flowers thought about the triple, then takes Blanchfield to the hole, draws the foul, and we'll go to the line for a couple. Going to try and back Trey Kell in. Does a pretty good job. Can't finish though. Marshall up high. Got a hand on it. Back to Humphreys. Trey Kell. He's going to take the three. No doubt about it. Full of confidence at the moment. Trey Kell puts a full stop on the first quarter. Robinson. Lovely bounce pass to Clark. Big duck. Full stop. Trey Kell. 13 points in the first quarter. Lovely little gift to Flowers. He's fouled. Ball's heavily, but it, I think he's okay. He's up straight away, no problem. Now Flowers on the 45. Humphreys. Little dance move. Rolling went to ground, and Humphreys laid it off the glass to tie the game at 29. And we got a coach's challenge here. Yeah, well, he's going to get it because there's no way, if, if they're going to call that, on a defender, then they're going to have to call everything. It's going to be a free-for-all for the offensive driver. So they've, uh, they've overturned that call. Yes, and that's where your thoughts happen. That's why you're the best colour man in the business, not just because of your shirts. <laughs> the big lob pass! Elliot to Wiley! Wiley drives to the foul line. His little floater goes. 
Sixes and tied it up at 33. Good day up again, another alley-oop. Smith Milner did not have anywhere near the height of Wiley and just finger rolled it in. Attacks the basket, that shot was short. Good O-board from Humphreys and puts it back in. He was happy about that one, Isaac. Wiley, back up the other end to McCarran. Up and under, drew the foul on Greta, and he'll go to the line for two, the Adelaide 36's skipper. Into the post, Wiley. Clark just gives him a metre. So Wiley, the fall away through the paint is nice. Robinson dribbles down, thought he got fouled. Got it to Clark, who waltzes his way through the key, and in the end, Froling tipped it back in. CJ's seen enough, he wants a timeout. Offensive board from Sunday Dead. She drives to the hole to Wiley, up and under, two points count. Kadee kicks it to Flowers in the corner. Three goes down for Flowers. Jason Kadee. Smith Milner. Now Marshall gets to the elbow. And he takes a shot, makes it. And closes that gap to three points. McCarran at the foul line, swings it to Flowers, who's starting to build in confidence. It's his second triple for the night and he loves it. Trey Kell, 23 points, swings it to the other side, Flowers! <laughs> Go boy, fantastic. 5.26, Flowers, cuts, drives, makes the two. Oh, he's having a night out. McCarran, spin move. Flowers for three. He couldn't. Oh, yes, he can. Red hot. Take a bow, young man. Oh, yeah. This crowd are on their feet for one man. Trenton Flowers. Gives it to Wiley in the post. The spin move. Kicks around. McCarran for three. Oh, the skipper's joined the party. Almost the alley-oop. That would have made his night perfect, but he's got a shot of a three. Five <laughs> from five. <laughs> it is turnover. Harvey for three. Closes it back to seven. Did I speak too soon, Sapper? Wiley drives in, little handoff to McCarran. It was nice, and the skipper finishes for two. Trey Kell with the board, and that is it. The Adelaide 36ers get their first win for the season in front of their home crowd, 89-80 to 80 over the Illawarra Hawks.